Hello, and welcome back to the Scatting Books Podcast, the podcast for YA fiction lovers of all ages. I'm your host, Scout, and I'm joined, like always, by my mom slash co-host, Cheryl. Today, we'll be talking about some new releases that we're super excited for, two new book reviews, as well as all of our goals for the new year. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Scouting Books Podcast. I'm Scout, and I'm here with my mom. Hey, everybody. Um, And this is our first episode of the new year. Happy 2022. Yes, it's here. So for this episode, we are going to be talking about our goals for the new year. So in our last episode, we talked about our favorite books of the year, um, and we kind of gave you guys a little bit of a wrap-up of our entire reading year, I think the week before, and then also a little Mm -hmm. bit last week. Um, I do want to quickly say how many books we ended up reading. So I read 103 books, and mom read... I read 83. And so that's going to also give you a small idea of kind of what we've just done now going into the new year with what we have as goals. But first, we are going to talk about some new releases coming out, and then we're going to give you guys a review, which we haven't done in a couple weeks because of the discussions we've been having have been long discussions. Um, But... We are going to do this now. So I'm going to let mom read her book first. Um, This book comes out January 11th, and I've heard a lot of really good things about it from early copy readers. Um, So I'm excited about this one. Okay, so this book is called Cold the Night, Fast the Wolves by Meg Long. And as Scout said, this comes up out this next week, Mm -hmm. so January 11th, so you can get your hands on it then. And this is the description for this book. And this is a young adult fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. After angering a local gangster, 17-year-old Sina Corison must flee with her prize-fighting wolf Iska in tow. A team of scientists offer to pay her way off her frozen planet on one condition. She gets them to the finish line of the planet's infamous sled race. Though Sina always swore she'd never race after it claimed both her mother's lives, it's now her only option. But the tundra is a treacherous place, and as the race unfolds and their lives are threatened at every turn, Sina starts to question her own abilities. She must discover whether she's strong enough to survive the wild, whether she and Iska together are strong enough to get them all out alive. A captivating debut about survival, found family, and the bond between a girl and a wolf that delivers a fresh twist on classic survival stories and frontier myths. I think that this book sounds really good. If it sounds it's very, very different from very, what I typically very read, right? But I've read a couple like survival e books recently, and I've really liked them. And the best thing I could say about this too is that Claire Wynn, who wrote *City of Shattered Light*, which was in my top three favorite books of the year, I was obsessed with that book. Her writing is amazing. She has been posting about this book nonstop. Hmm. Like she loved it. She was like a beta reader, right, for this author. And she has not stopped talking about it like since it got announced that it was even coming out. So I think it's going to be great because I trust her, like (laughs) her perspective on books a lot, especially when it comes to like fantasy sci-fi-ish books. So I think I'm going to really enjoy it. And also, if you are interested, you should totally look this book up and look at the cover. It's gorgeous. It's very pretty. Um, So that one comes out January 11th. Um, this next book I'm going to read the description for has actually already come out, and I haven't picked it up yet, but I really need to because this is an author that I have purchased all the books she's written. Um, I haven't read all of them, but I have them all, and I'm planning on reading them all soon, and that author is Emma Lord. This book came out January 4th. The book is When You Get the Chance, 
And this cover is also super cute. It's a little bit different from her typical covers, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's super cute. Yeah, it is um, cute. So this is a YA contemporary. I think there is romance in it. Yep, it says romance is actually its first category. So this is the description of <laughs> when you get the chance. Nothing will get in the way of Millie Price's dream to become a Broadway star. Not her lovable but super introverted dad, who after raising Millie alone, doesn't want to watch her leave home to pursue her dream. Not her pesky and ongoing trauma drama club rival Oliver, who is the very definition of simmering romantic tension. And not the Millie moods, the feelings of intense emotion that threaten to overwhelm, always at maddeningly inconvenient times. Millie needs an ally. And when a left open browser brings Millie to her dad's embarrassingly moody live journal from 2003, <laughs> Millie knows just what to do. She's going to find her mom. There's Steph, a still aspiring stage actress and receptionist at a talent agency. There's Farah, a ethereal dance teacher who clearly doesn't have the two left feet Millie has. And Beth, the chipper and sweet stage enthusiast who, with an equally exuberant 15-year-old daughter, a possible sister, this is getting out of hand. But how can you find a new part of your life and expect it to fit into your old one without leaving any marks? And why is it that when you go looking for the past, it somehow always keeps bringing you back to what you've had all along? This book sounds really good, it sounds and it cute. has it has Broadway in it, which is something Love that Broadway. I anything that features like plays or musicals, I am going to eat up. And yeah. also, Emma Lord's writing is really great. Like what especially, else she, what else she, she wrote? Doing? Tweet cute, okay. which I know a lot of people when it initially came out was scared to read it because mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like a like a funny name, you know, like Tweet right. cute. Like it plays on like social media. But that book was so good. I gave that book five stars. Huh. And it's, it's like one of the cutest romance books I've read. And she just did everything so well. And her humor is great. Hmm. She also um, wrote You Have in a, a Match, which was the first, no, not the first, one of the YA Reese's Book Club picks, okay. um, which I just bought and I haven't read yet, but I'm excited to. Yeah. And she, I just really love her writing. She writes great YA contemporaries. And like I said, her humor is just like on another level. And I think it'll be really good for a story like this. I love a humorous book. I love a I do book too. where characters say funny things. The author has, you know, kind of funny narration that make me laugh out loud. I love mm. that. I don't feel like you get that enough. It's always a good time. Um, so now we're going to do reviews. Mom, are you ready to do yours? Sure. Okay. So we, on on this podcast, we like to review specifically YA books because that's what I like to focus on. That's what this podcast is. Because I'm a 17-year-old and mom is... Older, I'm we're old. not going to say her age. I'm old, <laughs> but I love But she loves YA books adult. too. Yes. So that's what we like to focus on. So this is the last YA book we've read. It's not the last book we've read in general, but right. it is the last YA book we've yeah. read um, that we decided to review here. So mom, what are you yeah, reviewing so I've today? I've probably read five or six books since this, but this mm -hmm. is the last young adult book I read. It is Christmas themed and I know Christmas is over, but that's okay. Um, and so the last YA book that I read was The Holiday Switch by Tiff Marcello. And this is a book, I believe that this was a 20, this was a, it was a this year release. This yeah. is a this year release. And so this, Came is, out in November. this is a super cute YA romance. Although the romance is really, it's not like a super strong, heavy romance mm -hmm. at all. It's kind of, it's lighthearted. Yeah. Kind of to me felt like it's kind a, of a background story. Kind of in it felt like a Hallmark movie a little bit yeah. to me, yeah. especially with Except the, less romance. Yeah. Less <laughs> romance. Right. But you know, we know Hallmark Christmas movies, you know, have like a, like a quaint Christmas village yep. or some sort of Christmassy theme going on or challenge going on. And so that works. That is definitely true here. So this is the story of Lila Castro, who is, she's Filipino American. And so there's the whole, that kind of culture, mm -hmm. which I loved. I love reading stories with, 
people of different ethnicities and people, especially in different communities that I'm not familiar with. And so Lila works for her um, aunt. Um, no, aunt, no, aunt. she doesn't work for her aunt. It's just a family friend. It's the oh. dude's aunt. Yeah, she kind of calls, she's like an aunt, kind of, because she's a family friend. Kind of, yeah. because she and her mother yeah, are, yeah. are best friends. Um, and so she works in this inn, the little local inn. And what you have to realize is this town that they live in is a, it's called Holly. Mm -hmm. And it is a town that is this huge tourist mecca because a very famous Christmas movie was filmed there and it's yeah. based on a very famous Christmas book. So imagine the holiday or love actually, or some Christmas movie that was filmed in a town. And so fans come to this town, you know, to like take pictures at the places where the, the story took place and all that. So it's a super, you know, popular um, place because of that. So she works at this inn and um they have tourists come by all the time but anyway mm -hmm. she's on her last winter break for high school in her senior year and she just wants to make extra money and you know get uh, work hard have lots of hours when the nephew of her boss shows up and takes steals kind of some of her holiday hours working hours and he is of course super cute and kind of irritating at the beginning. They kind of yeah. rub, they, you know, kind of rub each other. They don't the get along. Way. And his name is Teddy. And, um, but the holiday switch, the title comes from them switching phones accidentally. And then they end up texting each other and they start kind of telling a little bit of secrets or getting to know each other better from texting. And then they get their phones back and everything. And they just kind of develop this, friendship and this romance and they kind of share secrets with each other mm -hmm. and try to help each other maybe hide secrets from their family a little bit yeah. and then at the end you have stars of the christmas movie come to town and that's an a big event, part of it and yeah. it's a big part you figure that. that out quickly in yeah. the book though so that's not like a spoiler, not a spoiler like it's announced like probably like 50 pages in that they're coming right. but it's a sweet romance it's a very short book you can read it quickly and mm -hmm. i enjoyed it i liked it a lot yeah i would say i also read this book and going back to the idea of like the romance not really being the main plot I think the best parts about this book are the fact that Lila throughout the book is like trying to figure out what she really wants to do with right. her life. Yes. Which as a 17 year old is very relatable. Yeah. And she like is, has fear of like disappointing her parents and like just wanting to do, do something that she loves. And I thought that was really the best parts about this book. It was a really good coming of age novel. Yeah, um, and I think it would have done better if it would have been marketed as that rather mm -hmm. than as a romance. I think that, yeah, that could Because worked. I think it's more of a coming of age book than it is a romance. And so you can maybe get into it expecting something different mm -hmm. than what it really is if right. you go into it expecting yeah. that. Anyways, um, so the book that I'm going to talk about is a kind of different one than what I usually talk about here because this isn't a full-length novel. This is a novella and it's called Every Heart a Doorway by Seanan McGuire. And this book is the first in a novella series that has the super, super, super cool premise. And um, so the idea of this book is basically it follows these kids who, they're all teenagers. So they're all from the ages of like 13 to 17, 13 to 18. And it follows them after they go on this like crazy adventure. So in this world, there are times when doors will open, they're portals. Mm. So this is like a portal fantasy. There are times when random portals and doors will open in secret hidden places that are meant for a specific child. 
Um, and if that child finds it, they get sucked into this world and the world is basically like where they're meant to be. That's basically what it is. So like, if you find your door, you are brought to a world where you like fit in well, and you don't have to worry about being anything other than your true self. So some of them get sucked into like these really crazy, like random worlds where nothing makes sense, but it's Hmm. because they're like these hyperactive Hmm. children who need that. that And they don't have to hide. And like in this book, our main girl is brought to like an underworld type thing Hmm. where she like has to stay still a lot and she doesn't have to talk a lot. And it's like, kind of like calming for her to where she doesn't have to act like she's this happy-go-lucky kid who wants to do all these great things. Um, so in this one, we follow Nancy. And after they go on these adventures, when they come back to the world, they're always, they don't fit anymore. They don't fit into this real world because they're, they've been there for years and their family thinks they've only been away for like a week or something. And they're just not made to be in the real world anymore. So they come back and they get sent to these schools. So this one is, I forget the exact name of the school, the the school for wayward children. And they get sent there to basically learn how to come back into the real world. And it's also really just Mm. another kind of place for them to where they don't have to act that there's something different because all of these kids have been to these crazy places. So this book follows when Nancy comes back from her portal world and she goes and starts attending the school. And soon after she gets there, murders start happening Hmm. of kids and also teachers um, who are getting murdered and getting a part of their body taken after they've been killed. So like one girl gets her hands taken, someone gets their eyes taken. Like it's like things specifically that were also important to them in the world that they went to. And they are trying to figure out what happened. Nancy's trying to figure it out along with some really great side characters um, that I really enjoyed. There's three main side characters who end up helping her with it. Um, And there's also really good representation in this. Nancy, as a main character, is actually an asexual main character, which you don't read a lot about really ever. Um, Our main male character is a trans guy. And so there was a lot of really great representation. Um, And I loved this book. I I loved it. I don't typically like like novellas. I did give this a four star. Mm -hmm. And the reason I will say that is because I was enjoying this book so much. I could not believe it was a novella with how much action I felt like I was getting mm-hmm. and how much just like good story I was getting and then at the end everything got really rushed like like figuring out who right. did the murder got yeah. really rushed so, and also the murderer was very pretty like I knew who I knew who murdered everybody okay. like first page okay like literally like the as soon as someone was murdered I knew who did it oh huh. but that was it didn't... supposed to be mysterious though or do you think it was kind of like it's I mean it's a short book it's a short it. book they need to give you hints right away That's true. um but it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the book. Like I still loved reading the book, even though I knew who did it right mm-hmm. away because they're not trying to figure out who did it really. It's not a whodunit. Um, it's not a whodunit until the very end. They're like mm-hmm. figuring out who finally did it and like yeah. trying to fix what happened. But I just enjoyed this book so, so, so much. And the story got taken away because of how rushed the ending was. And I didn't, I didn't love how it ended, but because there's more books in the series, I can see how it can get fixed. So yeah. this book is literally only 170 pages and I enjoyed it so thoroughly. And it was the first book that I read this year and I'm really glad I did. The first two books are on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, you can read them there. And that's how I read it. Um, so I, I would so highly recommend this if you like light fantasy. I There's a lot of parts where they also talk like kind of nonsense. And you may be, <laughs> you may be confused for a lot of it, but you kind of just have to accept this world and just that these it. kids are screwed up now. Yeah. And you just have to accept it and then go with it. And then you'll really enjoy it. Right. I loved this book so much. I very highly recommend it, but it is kind of hard to recommend because of how weird it is. 
maybe read some reviews before you go into it to kind of know the level of weirdness you're getting. But besides <laughs> that, I, I thought it was so, so, so good. So going into our reading goals of the year, there's a couple things I want us to talk about. And first is our general, like how many books we want to read, kind of the typical thing you always said at the beginning of the year. We're going to talk about a couple specific reading goals we have for the year that we're hoping to accomplish, as well as some general ways we're going to get those things done, how we're going to actually put them into action and do all the things we want to do. <laughs> we um, have. Hopefully, hopefully we'll do all the things we want to do. So first of all, for our reading goals. So this last year, I set my goal at 70. I majorly exceeded it, but I am only moving my goal up to 80 this year, just because there's a good chance I'm going to be busy this year. And I, I don't like not reaching goals. So I don't want to set it at right. 100 and then not make it there. So I'm setting it for 80. I'm hoping I'll make it all the way there. Um, We'll see. I think I will. I think I'm going to make it there. But, you know, you never know. So that's my goal for the year, 80 books. Yeah, and I think it's always better to exceed your goal yes, than not sure. reach your goal. So I would say if you're setting a goal, make it something that is something that you do feel like you Something can that you can realistically get to. But could still be a challenge, yeah. but not so out of reach. Yeah. So this last year, I had 60 as my goal, and I read 83. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of doing similar than Scout. I'm just moving up 10. So yeah. I'm saying 70 books read mm -hmm. instead of saying, oh, I read 83 this year. I can do 80 or 90 this year. Yeah. We're going to stick with 70 as our goal. And, um, you know, I think as long as I read kind of the average of what I need to every month, I think I can do it. Yeah. Okay. So four specific reading goals. I have two major things okay. I want to get done. Um, and one of those is, I talked earlier about this with mom, I want to finally get around to finishing series that I've started and enjoyed. Um, so obviously, if I didn't, if I read a first book in a series and I didn't like it, I'm not going to keep reading it. But I am a major fantasy reader. I read lots of fantasy and lots of sci-fi. And I have a really bad habit of reading the first book. I really enjoy it. So then I go and I buy all the other books in the series and then I don't ever <laughs> read them. Don't. Like right. I, I like finishing series, but it's just because of the pure amount of books I have, it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. And then I just won't get around to finishing it. So like, I see like literally six series on just looking at my shelf right now. Actually, no more than six. I see seven. I see seven series just looking at my shelf that I need to get around to finishing and that are like fully completed series that I own literally every single book to, and I just have not gotten around to finishing it. So that's one of my major goals is just reading the books that I need to read that I already own. Because those books are books I'm probably going to enjoy. Like if I liked the first book, there's a good chance I'm going to like the rest. So I need to just like, just do it, just do it and get it out of the way. And, and I think I can do that this year, At maybe not get them all done, but maybe get a good little dent into it. And then my other goal is kind of um, not an important one. This is not an important <laughs> goal in the grand scheme of things. But I've been reading a lot of books by this author, Mariana Zapata. And she's an adult romance author. So I haven't talked about her a lot. But I did talk about her book from Luke Off with Love in my in our last video, our favorite books. Of the, I think I talked about it. I think you did. I think I did too. From Luke Off with Love was one of my favorite books of the year. It was my favorite romance I read. And she has a not the most books ever, but she has very long books. Um, like they're all over 500 pages. And my goal is to read all of her books. I want to read all of them. So <laughs> I am on my fifth book by her. And then I think after this, I have maybe six, five, six or seven, one of those three numbers. And I want to finish them all. And all of them are on Kindle Unlimited. So I've been trying, trying to get through them on my Kindle and I'm reading one right now and I'm just going to maybe try to read like one every month or month and a half 
as or like every other month is kind of that's kind of my goal. I just want to get through them all because I'm really enjoying them, and I think that I could that could be like a an author I rave about all the time. So <laughs> I'd like to like know what her entire backlist is like. So that's another one of my goals. So when I'm thinking about goals for the year, I, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to steal from Scout a little bit. And I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to finish some series. Mm-hmm. I am n- well known for not finishing series, but <laughs> there are a couple I would like to finish. So I need to finish the Delirium series. I'm going to finish the Shadow and Bone series. I love Shadow and Bone, but I just didn't read the next one. And the so, next two are my favorite. Yes, and Scout love loves them. the second two. So I'm going to do that. And then I'm hopefully maybe also going to finish the Aurora cycle. cycle. I'm um, reading the last book in that series right now, guys, and I am so sad to see this crew leave, but I'm enjoying it so far. So, And then I think something else I will steal from Scout, I think, <laughs> um, and this is, it hasn't steered me wrong so far, but usually when I come into Scout's room and I say, give me a book to read, she usually, usually I like it. So um, I'm thinking, <laughs> I have good taste. I'm thinking I may go back and look at her top 10 from this last year and I may try to read a few of them because I yes. know they will probably be good. Yes, yes, yes. I have a shelf that mom is looking at right now that's yeah. all my favorite books ever. Yeah. I think your goal should be to, to read, read all the shelf? books on that shelf that you haven't read. You've read a lot of them, yeah, but you I've haven't read, read all of them. them. You've that's read her, you've read that, you've read Aristotle Dante, you've read Summer right. Salt, you've read. Legendborn, you've read the Raven mm-hmm. Boys, there, and you've read Six of Crows. There are not yeah, many more on that shelf true. you need to read. You I should just try to read I all the other books, on, and but not the Foxhole Court. Don't read that. Yeah, I won't. You can read the other ones. Okay. <laughs> My other goal for this year is, and I have this goal every year, and this is called my. I should have read that book by now goal. Okay. <laughs> so this is when I think about a book that I feel like I should have read. Maybe that friends say they love and I've never read or kind of like a classic that I think I should have read by now. And I haven't. Um, and so I definitely have a couple of books. A few of them are actually young adult books mm-hmm. that are on that list. And then a couple of adult books, for example, Dune, I've got that. I've never read it and I'm going to try to read it. So you know, I always, uh, I usually try to read a couple of classics that I've never read that I feel like I should read. Um, so that's definitely going to be part of my goal. And I'm also going to expand my reading a that's little what I was bit. About to say. And I'm going to try to read a few different types of books. Yeah, this that's year. another one I just thought of. It's It was a goal for me last year. Um, before last year, I literally had only ever read young adult books. I had never read an adult book in my life. And I read a ton of adult books this year. I had never read, a, I had only ever read romances before like a year and a half ago so I read a ton of fantasy this year I read a good bit of like general fiction which I never you had read, read. Fiction? I read some sci-fi which I definitely never read and so my goal this year is to continue broadening my horizons of genres so I like I want to read a couple more mysteries this mm-hmm. year and a couple more thrillers I don't do mystery thrillers it's not my type of book but to be fair I've only ever read like two <laughs> so it's not like me like I can't actually say that I don't like mystery thrillers if I've right. never read that's true what if those two I read were just like not good ones you know right. so I actually bought like two like cozy mysteries today I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to read them yeah. I'm gonna try to read a couple thrillers that I have on my shelf Maybe some more like paranormally things mm-hmm. rather than like urban paranormal fantasies rather than like high fantasy. I'm just gonna try to expand my reading a little bit and just continue to get a little maybe bit more stuff. Maybe even some nonfiction. Maybe uh, who knows? Yeah, maybe we'll I see. like my fiction and yeah. maybe maybe a couple historical fictions. I've read some. Okay. Yeah, I've, ma- I've read idea. some Taylor Jenkins Reid and I read like uh, Madeline Miller, but I want to read maybe a couple more. I really want to get to like Lovely Boar mm-hmm. and, and like Cersei. Like I want to read a couple more yeah. historical things. Mm-hmm. So that's another goal of mine. It's a good goal. 
I think it's a great goal. So those are like the main things that we want to accomplish this year. And now we need to talk about how we're going to do that. Yes. So it's great to say you're going to read, you know, all these books. It's great to say gonna we're going to read 80 books, but how am I going to actually help? do that? You may be wondering that as well. Right. And good for you. We read a lot of books this year, so we have some great tips. <laughs> and um, the main one for me that I know mom agrees with is expanding how you read books. Right. So if you're like me from a year ago, you only like reading physical books. And I get it because flipping a page is very satisfying. I've always been that way. And seeing seeing your book dwindle down as you read it is mm-hmm. very satisfying. But a lot of the times you're doing things where there's no way for you to read a physical copy of a book. Like if you're cleaning, you can't you can't mm-hmm. read. I sure. cannot you can't sweep and also read unless you're <laughs> really talented. You also like if you're stuck in traffic and you didn't bring a book, that's a lot of time down the drain if you're sitting in standstill traffic that you could have been I spent could solve reading. That problem. Bring if I book. didn't ever have to clean and I had a housekeeper or a maid You're who could so just smart. Get clean rich. while I was sitting on the couch. Get reading. rich and then Get you can rich. read a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so some ways, some ways to resolve that is reading ebooks and audiobooks. Right. So if you are cleaning and you spend a lot of time driving, like if you have to take a long drive to work or if you, I don't know, if you have a job mm-hmm. where you can be doing, like maybe you have a desk mm-hmm. job sure. and you can be doing things on a computer and also listening to a book, mm-hmm. audiobooks are the best way to do that. If you right. work out a lot, you can, yeah. instead of listening to music, listen to an audiobook and then boom, you have a ton of a book done while you are already doing other things. Right. It's so helpful. I'm still not the biggest audiobook reader, but I read a couple this year. Um, and like some of my book club books, I would get as an audiobook, and like while I was cleaning my room or while I was like, I don't know, like doing homework or something like mm-hmm. I would, I would be listening to it as I went. Yeah. And I read a ton of ebooks this year and those were really the most helpful way for me to get through it because we read one on a road trip and I mean, that's an audiobook. Do yeah. We do a lot of traveling mm-hmm. by car. So, I mean, that is something that you could do. And if you're that way, you know, if you're going on a road trip this next year, mm-hmm. you know, uh, listen to an audiobook. Yeah. And ebooks, ebooks don't have to mean like a Kindle or an e reader. You can read books on your phone. Right. If you don't have the Libby app, you need to get it. You get yes. free books and it's connected to your local library system. Yeah. Free ebooks and audiobooks through your local library. And it is like one of the best things to happen to my reading life. And I know moms as well. Mom yeah. read a lot of books on Libby this year. But if you can read them on both of those things, and it's good for, like I said, if you're stuck somewhere where you don't have a book, you're probably always going to have your phone on you. And also, this is another thing, reading at night. Yeah. That, it gives you a lot more reading too because you it have does. light and you yeah, can read you when to. it's dark and you don't have to turn on all your lights and then read a book. True story. Last night <laughs> I was trying to read, but I didn't want the overhead lights on. So I had a lamp turned on in the distance. And I was trying to hold my actual physical book way up above my head so that the light would shine on it. Now you could have solved it. that ebook. Yes, except for I don't have that book on <laughs> But right. But I could have been reading another book at the time. Anyways, they're very helpful. I think that's probably one of my biggest tips. Yeah. My other one is just to like give yourself a certain time to read. Mm-hmm. Like, like schedule it. Schedule right? your, if you are very type A, like schedule and you schedule your day, set si- time aside to read. Because if you don't set time aside to read, you're not going to do it. Like you're going to spend your time mm-hmm. doing other things. So I always read at night. It's like always what I do because I stay up really late. So I read when I'm going to bed and it calms me down and I get a lot done doing that. Yeah. If I can't read any other time of the day, I know I'm going to read at night at least. I would say keep a book with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So that if you're at the doctors, if you get stuck in a traffic jam, if you're at, I like to go and watch Scout play sports. 
I like to go watch her practices, mm-hmm. um, but I'll bring a book with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when softball season starts, I usually have a book <laughs> that I am reading while the teams are warming up. Yeah. So, you know, you can take books. So have a book with you all the time. I think that's a good tip. Yeah, it's another really good one. And then um, the last thing is, this is something else I talked about, but obviously it changes for everybody. So like if you're working constantly, this may not work for you, but this can also mean when you get home from work, um, do stuff you know you need to get done quickly and early. Don't try to procrastinate so that you can then spend time doing things that you want to do rather than stressing about things you need to do. Um, so just like get, get the stuff you have to do out of the way so that then you can do the stuff you would rather be doing like reading. Yeah. (laughs) Cook that dinner. Cook your dinner. When you get home or you know what? Use that Instant Pot or that Crock Pot. Do things that can make other parts of your life go smoother so that you can dedicate extra time to the fun things. Yep. Right? Yep. Use your time wisely is basically what I'm saying. Um, Those are my main ones. Mom, can you think of anything else that you have? Um, You you know, I would say also and... um, Oh, I actually, of, I have one more good one. All of us have things we love to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you have to give up things to do things that are a priority. Mm-hmm. So if you are wasting, quote unquote, time doing some things that maybe you would really rather spend some time reading, then you might have to give up some of those things. So if you are, you know, watching too many shows on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, maybe scale back a little bit on that and read in, instead. Yeah, I just, I thought about one more. And this is one that I think is so important. And people, some people don't like doing this. I did not like doing it until a couple months ago. And it's also something that you don't think about as being like a way to read more because in like, as you say, it's like, oh, I'm wasting reading. Hmm. But that for me is DNFing books. If you are not liking something, if you are not liking a book, put it down, don't finish it, put it back on your shelf ignore it. If you want to get back to it one day, you can. But if you are not liking a book, don't finish it. Because first of all, you're spending time doing something you don't like. Reading is supposed to be a fun hobby, something that calms you down, something that makes you happy. And if you're not liking it, it's worthless. The other thing is- And also when you're not enjoying a book, mm -hmm. it takes a long, you're kind of slogging It's a long time to finish it. it. So you're wasting time that you could be spent on a book that you actually want to read. And then the third thing about it is like, if you finish, this is something that happens to me a lot. If you finish a book and you hate it, you may not want to read another book for a while. Mm, It'll put you in a reading slump. It's going to end up wasting time that you could be spending reading because you're just like Mm -hmm. seething over how you hated this book and now you don't want to read another one. And that happened to me a lot before I decided that it was okay to put down a book. I've tried to tell Scout that before. Mm -hmm. It's okay to stop reading a book. I'm a big believer in that. I have multiple books that I stopped reading this year Mm -hmm. that at the time I was reading it, I had spent like, guys, I finish books usually in like two days, three days tops. And I had spent like weeks on a book. Right. And if I'm doing that, I'm just, I'm not going to try to finish it because if I'm spending that much time on a book, I am wasting so much time. Right. So, yeah. so, so much time. So I think another way that you can read more this year is get yourself involved in book clubs mm-hmm. or book challenges mm-hmm. or book so if you can read a book along with a book club, that's going to yeah. add another book a month to what you're you reading to read and it's going to kind of make you read it. Um, do a bookathon, which is, you know, sums where it's like, let's try to read so many books according to a certain theme or, or in a certain amount of time yeah, or do or, a certain challenge. Yeah. A lot of times at the beginning of the year, you see a lot of these yearly chain cha- challenges where it tells you to read a book each month with 
you know, maybe a certain yeah. word. A challenge I love. That one is called the Buzzwordathon. Okay. It's by Books and Lala, who is a YouTuber, but she's also popular on like Instagram and stuff. And she has made a video about the categories that she's doing this year, as well as recommendations for every single month. And that challenge is basically where she gives you like a word or like a group of words and you read a book with that in the title. Right. And that is so much fun because yeah. you you can get a bunch of recommendations from different places and it encourages you to read it something. Does. And you're also going to read a lot of different genres by doing mm-hmm. that because certain words are not going to be seen a lot in certain genres. So right. you're kind of getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to read a memoir this month for cool. one of her, for yeah, her book. I love that. That's like the category is dream. Um, mm-hmm. So there's just... It's a fun way to get out of your re- out of your habits, mm-hmm. but also to like encourage you to f- actually finish things and get right. through things. Yes. So I think those are some really good tips, and I hope that you guys will Absolutely. take them and put them into action and use them this year. Yes. And I hope you have a successful and a good and happy reading year, and that you yes. read things that you like and you don't read things that you hate. Absolutely. Come up with a goal and enjoy it enjoy it and if you don't reach your goal or if you are setting a tiny goal if you hear us talk about us reading a ton and you are discouraged by that don't be because reading anything is better Mm -hmm. than reading nothing i mean i would say if you're just maybe a a, somebody who's trying to getting back into reading or maybe just doesn't have a lot of time to read try to read a book a month yeah or even if you cannot do that that is perfectly fine as well i i will always say if you read a book a year you're doing better than a lot of america right. so good for you yes. like they're, you're doing great this is a pressure-free zone a pressure-free podcast mm-hmm. you just you know do your best do your best and we are proud of you for whatever you do yes um so we hope you guys have a good rest of the week and that this year for you will be good and you'll get a lot done <laughs> we will see you guys next week yes we will see you then and have a great week bye